Yo, yo, what is going on, everybody? It's episode 128, 128 of The Wise Guys. We are back another week, another episode. You already know we're chilling, kicking it. It's 2024, and uh, we got a lot to get into, a lot to catch up on since the last time we spoke to y'all, the last time we were kicking it. So first things first, how you feeling today, bro? I am feeling great, man. I'm energized. Um, we're approaching a couple, a few breaks, uh, all-star breaks, I should say, NHL all-star break, NBA all-star break approaching, um, the Pro Bowl approaching. So we're getting to that point of the year. The Pro Bowl games, um, bro. Pro Bowl games. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah, it has changed since we were younger. Um, not so fun anymore, uh, I should say. But yeah, man, uh, it was cold as shit. We got our first snowstorm last week. Uh, finally got some snow. I think they said something about it being two years in New Jersey um, without snow being more than four inches, I think, yeah. or some shit like that. Yeah, um, sounds right. Long story short, yeah, we haven't had a, a big snowstorm in a while, so got our first one, and then it seems to be done now. <laughs> I looked at the, the weather ahead, nothing but 40s, high 50s, so, I mean, it's we seem to be done with winter. I don't want to jinx it. We know how February is. Uh, could get that random snowstorm. But besides that, man, I've, I've been pretty good. That's what's up, man. But, yeah, it was it was pretty cool seeing that amount of snow because it's been so long. Uh, getting to see the, you know, like, as you get older, these are the type of shit you realize, right? Like, you get to see the kids go out and, like, playing it, which is dope because that's what we grew up with, like, being able to have snow days and stuff. And, um, you know, it's just like my younger brother, he went out with his friends and, you know, they went sledding and shit. And it's just brought back memories, you know. And we haven't seen that much snow in a while, so that was pretty cool. Um, kind of got, like, two in the same week, so that was kind of wild. But it has been really, really cold out <laughs> and um, definitely just comes with January. And it, speaking of January... I feel like this has been one of the longest months, man. I don't know about you, but definitely one of the longest months. Um, You know, it just feels like New Year's was like two months ago. (laughs) But here we are, January 31st, going into February, starting off the year. Great, man. Great vibes. And hope everybody else is as well. Um, But can you agree, man? I just feel like this month has been dragging. Just a lot going on a lot. You know what I mean? Just yeah i mean it doesn't help that it's it is 31 days long um but yeah man, it, it just feels so long um i i think it's so much that we don't have anything to really look forward to uh you get new year's out of the way the first day yeah. so besides that there isn't really any holidays mlk day um but that's not a holiday to go out and drink and yeah. you know <laughs> cook and get drunk so yeah, yeah I, I just feel as though we had thanksgiving to look forward to end of the month um, in, in November, we had Christmas, end of the month. Yeah, There's you know nothing what? really the end of the month, you know? So it just makes it drag. That's a good point. I feel like, you know, now that you're saying that and thinking about it, it, it always feels like January is always the longest month of the year, right? I mean, you got so much to anticipate and look forward to in the coming year. And then you're like kind of recapping the year prior, right? And then you're setting up things and everything's starting fresh and, you know, whatever you got to do for the new year. But um, like you just said, though, you got all the holidays that come at a rush to you at the end of the summertime. You know, you go from summer, everything's great. You know, weather's great. You're, you, you know, you're going to the shore, you're doing whatever in the summertime, hitting vacations, and then everything's fast paced still through like early you know fall and then going into the winter you got all the holidays like you just said um you know you got halloween and then you got you know sports going on every sport going on at that time and then all the rest of the holidays thanksgiving christmas and every other holidays that people celebrate so it's just a lot going on i feel like that takes up and consumes our time so that's probably why it all just feels so fast and lumped together and then you hit january new year new slate and then it's just like okay <laughs> so yeah no, less football so. it just yeah it just makes everything feel longer i guess so it's pretty much every year and <laughs> not just this year not just uh this january but um yeah, man, there's a lot to get into, though. Speaking of sports, they all we do have some highlights of this week um, in the sports world. First things first, obviously, we are looking ahead to Super Bowl 58. The Niners and the Chiefs both advance to the Super Bowl representing the NFC is the Niners representing the AFC, your Kansas City Chiefs. Um, the betting odds. 
let's just look at this real quick. So the Niners open up as two-point favorites. Uh, so you got the Niners minus one and a half. Chiefs money line is plus 110 last time I checked today. I feel like a lot of people might be on that. Um, and the over-under, we're looking at 47 and a half. So uh, I'm going to get to your take on if you think the over or the under is hitting and who you got, Chiefs money line or Niners money line. Um, talk to them. So I think this is – this game's just going to come down to defense uh, overall. I do have the under 47.5, as crazy as that sounds. Uh, we know either or uh, Patrick Mahomes can strike whenever uh, with Kelsey becoming the duo with the most um, touchdowns in history, uh, the postseason. So yeah, Burke, that's Jerry super crazy to crazy. think about. Uh, and you have that explosive 49ers offense, obviously CMC, Debo, back, Ayuk. Uh, uh, so, yeah, to take the under, it might sound crazy, but if you have been watching both of these teams throughout the playoffs, uh, the defense is what's going to win this game. As we saw last week, the Chiefs put up zero points in the second half and still beat the Ravens. Uh, so, yeah, Spagnola has been crazy with the scheme. I feel like the reason the Chiefs are where they are is because of the defense. Obviously, they have Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. People are comparing him to Brady already. Which is very fair. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's definitely the best quarterback in our generation. What, five Super Bowl um, appearances in the past six years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not the most winningest quarterback in our generation, but six straight AFC chip games. Talent wise, I put him over Brady. Um, not career wise yet. As an so athlete, we will see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah. Long story short, man, I do have the Chiefs winning this. Okay. Um, I think it's another stone etched in Mahomes' legacy. And I feel like Andy Reid as well. That will go on to beat them 27 to 23. I do have a close game. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to take the Niners plus four and a half, you might get some decent juice on that. Not too sure because of them being the favorites. Uh, you might want to wait until it's live. But, yeah, overall, take the under 47 and a half in the Chiefs money line if it was me betting. <laughs> okay, so Nick got the under on that, and I, I'm not mad at it. Honestly, I can kind of see it going. Slow start game, both defenses uh, holding the offenses in the start of the game, but I can see a second half uh, scoring more points for both teams. Uh, so we'll see what happens, man. This is incredibly uh, a, an anticipated matchup for both sides and the coaching on both sides. Shanahan, Andy Reid going at it. Um, it doesn't get much better than that. I mean, this is top of the top right here of each conference. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, I do I'm le I see I'm leaning Chiefs, obviously, because, you know, I, I really just don't want to see the Niners win this Super Bowl uh, one. They'll be above the Cowboys and they'll have six rings. Um, don't need that. <laughs> and uh, two, we can't get past them. man. we just kid. They we can't beat them. So I want to win, obviously, before they do. Um so I have I have those reasons. I do like some Niners players as much as that kills me to say. CMC, always been a big fan since his Carolina days, obviously. You can't deny that, um, you know, and his talent. And, you know, they just have a great team, man. The way that football team's built and ran, the culture over there for the Niners, they just got it going right now. And uh, it's their time right now. So let's see if they can get it done against who else but the Chiefs, who have been running the league pretty much. Um, and they – Basically, they're the Patriots of today. That's that's exactly what they are. Um, Mahomes and Kelsey both, um, I think, are locked in for this Super Bowl. Kelsey saying he wants it more than ever before. Um, I think they want to solidify their legacy. Not that they haven't already. Obviously, they they already have. Both have Hall of Fame careers. Both multiple championships. But um, I think they just want to add, keep adding to the resume. Mahomes wants to top Brady. Um, and if you're in that position, you know you can't blame him there. So. Really excited for the Super Bowl matchup. Should be lit um, as much as everybody hates it, uh, especially Eagles fans. Man, I'm hearing a lot around here, a lot of talk. Um, but, yeah, we're definitely going to see what happens. I think a lot of bitterness because of last year's Super Bowl with the Eagles, obviously. So in this area, they are not rooting for the Chiefs or the Niners. I think they're rooting for the tie, which obviously isn't going to happen. But uh, we will see what happens, man. Super Bowl 58 should be a good one. We got Usher performing the halftime show. Uh, so we'll see, man. It should be lit. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, a lot of people are hating on this Super Bowl, obviously. The tri-state area the most. You have the Eagles losing to the Chiefs. And 
the Niners and the Eagles having beef. Uh, so, yeah, man, I just want your opinion on the rumors that have been going around uh, ESPN. It was on Get Up this morning. They were talking about it. Uh, Andy Reid retiring possibly after this season. You think he deserves to call it quits? Uh, would you want to see him call it quits? Is it time? I personally don't think it's time yet, and I would love to see him maybe go two more years. Um, I do definitely think he deserves to retire, though, if they win this Super Bowl. I mean, honestly, my first initial thought is no. I don't think he would win or lose. Um, Obviously, if he loses, I don't think so at all. But even if they win, I don't see him retiring just yet. I think Andy's having a lot of fun over there in KC, man, uh, as he's been since he's went to be the head coach there. Uh, he's created the culture there and, um, you know, and what, what, what they're about. You know what I mean? It, it all stems from Andy Reid. Um, he's a genius. He really is. Uh, he's a great coach. And, um, you know, but I think Patrick Mahomes being young still, I think Kelsey having, you know, years left in the tank after this, win or lose, uh, you know, you got the young running back, Isaiah Pacheco, who they just drafted just to, you know, going into year two and I just think that they have a lot looking forward and I think that they could still maintain this level of success for at least another few years so I will say I think Andy win or lose he'll still continue to coach and be the head coach for at least another two three years Uh, I don't see another 10 years out of him uh, maybe not even five but again I think this level of success can be maintained Um, you know the team's not falling apart if anything they're just going to build off what they have and continue to do that so I think everybody's still having fun over there so I think he's still going to be the coach um one more thing i just want to touch on before we move on we have a lot more to get into today um just kind of odd that the niners opened up as favorites um and reason being is obviously you look at the team the way they're built um they got to the super bowl yes um kyle shanahan obviously but um and all the weapons that they have on offense and defense they're both balanced they're balanced on both sides of the ball but i i just think it's weird because if you look at the playoff games They weren't really, I mean, they were just, you know, they were getting by to getting by other than, you know, the last game. But Chiefs, on the other hand, I mean, look what they did. They they had their first road game and they went to Buffalo, took out the Bills. They took out the Dolphins in the first round. Um, And now they're back. You know, it's like as soon as the playoffs hit, they they just hit that switch in that mode. Um, And they've won. you know, pretty convincingly, in my opinion. So I just don't really see it. I mean, obviously, last game was close with the Ravens. um, But still, um, you know, going to Baltimore, again, um, something that they're not used to doing is being on the road in the playoffs. And it didn't look any different than it has every other year being at home. So kind of odd to me that they came in as the underdogs. But I don't know who's making the odds. (laughs) But we'll move on, though. Uh, Enough with the Super Bowl talk. Uh, We will move on to some more highlights of the week in the sports world. Two weeks from today, we have pitchers and catchers reporting. MLB season is approaching. Me and Nika are hype. We're stoked. You know, just as much as we love football and every other sport, we love our baseball, man. So that means we are hype to get into it. Hype for the Philly season. Hype for Yankees. Um, You know, I'm a huge Phillies fan. You guys know this always been Neek's a huge Yankees fan always been you know this um and we we support each other's squads man I, I enjoy you know when we went up to New York and hit the Yankees game and I could be there supporting you with your squad bro and the same thing um you know you come to Philly you go to the bank all the time with me um and you know support the Phils you know what I mean so it's not like a beef like usually it's weird because I feel like New York Philly always beef uh Yankees Phillies fans always talking shit but me and Neek have like a truce when it comes to baseball uh, we take it very serious uh just as uh, every sport, you know, it's kind of funny. Uh, we have a lot of the same opinion uh, oftentimes. But for baseball, um, to be able to rock with each other's squad makes it that much funnier, man. Because, um, you know, just being able to go up to New York, hit the Yankees games, definitely looking forward to that this year. Uh, same going to the bank, hitting the Phillies games. Just looking forward to it. Baseball's a great time. Nice weather. Uh, cold beer, you know what I mean? Who doesn't enjoy some good baseball? Um, so definitely looking forward to the baseball season. How about you, bro? Yeah, man, I absolutely cannot wait for the baseball season. As you said, Juan Soto, in Soto pinstripes. and pinstripes, Aaron Judge, the Martians return. Um, I think I so, added a pitcher. who was it? Yeah, man, I mean, 
We got Andre the Blank. Andre the Blank. Oh, yeah, you just threw me off, man. I know, man. I know. Y'all just added a picture, too. <laughs> it really just threw me off. I uh, know. We're we're looking to see if Rodon could come back. We did get Strowman, so maybe you're thinking of him. Marcus Strowman yes, is yes, in yes. pinstripes. He's from New York, <laughs> from so. one New York team to the next. Yeah, it, it's great to see him in pinstripes, man. Um, I will say I'm most excited, as I gave you guys um, a little preview, is the Martian coming back. I want to see how he's doing after the elbow surgery. Uh, It's a pretty hard surgery to go through. I think he will be back to normal slugging like he was before he got injured. Yeah, so it's definitely a scary thing to go through there. Um, I do think the Yankees have an opportunity to win this year with our roster um, as constructed. I do see Yankees Twitter up in arms about our pitching rotation. Like like we just said, we did get Stroman. Um, we're really relying on Rodon to show up and get back to normal form. I love seeing the picks uh, on Twitter in the offseason, how he slimmed down. Very good sign. Um, hopefully he didn't lose his pop, though. So we will see, man. A lot to worry about um, as a Yankees fan. Although we do always construct a semi-good roster, it always seems to fall apart with injury, um, as do a lot of MLB teams across the board. Like you know, um, the Phillies, um, Reese Hoskins dealing with injury in the beginning of the season, then not playing another pitch or seeing another pitch and going to Milwaukee. Uh, What's your thoughts about that, man? As you know, Reese, definitely, uh, as you said, how we support each other's squads. I was a Reese Hoskins fan. Would have loved to see him in New York, although I love Rizzo, so would have been hard to uh, kick Rizzo to the curve for Hoskins, so I'm glad we didn't do that. Uh, but it will it will be weird to see him in Milwaukee, man. Yeah, I think it's a great fit for Reese, though. Uh, ultimately, obviously happy for Reese, and he deserves it, everything coming his way uh, over there for the Brewers, and I hope they take care of him over in Milwaukee and welcome him uh, as he deserves because what he did for the city of Philadelphia, man, he really did. Uh, I remember at one time going to games just to see Reese Hoskins play uh, when it was, you know, Mikel Franco, you know, Dubal, Hoskins, you know, those were the big three on the team. So that's what we had to look forward to. 14,000 people in the crowd days, um, you know, so he was, he was one of the last – Oh, geez, on the squad, man. He really was. Uh, so, you know, definitely happy for him, though, going to Milwaukee. Um, you know, McCutts was there. Um, so, I, you know, I just – I think, and I don't really have any beef against Milwaukee, and they're a well-built baseball team, and I'm glad he didn't go somewhere where they won't have success at all. And I know he can bring more success to the team or any team he would have joined. So, overall, happy for Hoskins, man. Uh, he got a lot of great memories with him at the bank in Philly. Again, was my favorite player on the team at one point uh, when he was all we had. So, um, brought us a lot of, a lot of good stuff, man. And, uh, just got to give hats off to him. And we knew it was coming though. Um, that's my, that's my thought process on it. We knew this was coming. We knew the day was going to come. It just didn't logically make sense for the Phillies to keep him, uh, with the setup and what we have now. Um, obviously, you know, Johan Rojas being in center field, uh, is a hell of a lot better for us. Um, and we're a lot faster baseball team this past year. Uh, Bryce playing first now, that's his spot and that's where he's going to continue to play. They gave him that option and he he wanted to continue at first base and uh, he plays I, and as much as I don't want to slander Reese at all because I love Reese um, his defense was also a liability sometimes at first so as great of a bat as he was uh, I think we're better off with Bryce there and to preserve Bryce uh, physically just the rest of his career I think it's the better option so overall it made the most sense um, have Schwarber still DH and we don't need him as, as a liability out in left field. Um, keep the, keep the field how it is. That was great. Um, you know, defensively, we're a hell of a lot better this season. So overall though, uh, happy for Reese, man. And I hope he has a great year. Can't wait to see him at the bank June 3rd. Yeah, I definitely, everything you said, true and facts. I remember you rooting for Reese, uh, like you said, when there was nothing but so we had scrubs on the team. Uh, but like you said, we have a lot to get into. Uh, I just want to ask you one more question before we move on. Um, two things that kind of pissed me off uh, this offseason for the Yankees. Uh, us getting rid of Michael King, uh, amazing closer. And us getting rid of Wandy Peralta today. I've seen that today. Both went to the Padres. Absolutely sickening uh, for me. Uh, so I just wanted to get your two, I guess, um, annoyances or, you know, things that pissed you off. Two things that pissed you off that the Phillies did or didn't do this offseason. As an outsider looking in, I'll give you my two. Um, 
not sure about keeper Rob Thompson, man, or Corey Kluber. Uh, what's your thoughts? Um, yeah, those are two great points. Uh, good points, obviously. And uh, I, Thompson, I think, deserves the respect that he got for coming back. He did piss me off <laughs> in, you know, in the series last year. Uh, making the decisions that he did. Uh, I hope that was a learning curve for him. Uh, you know, in reality, for the past two seasons that he's been the coach of the Phillies, look at where he's gotten us. I think there's a big picture, not mad, uh, him still remaining as the coach. Um, but I, again, this would be my, like, you know, like prove it year, right? This is your third, third time's a charm year, right? So, like, um, you, when you get there, finish the job, make smart decisions, make in game adjustments, because that's one thing that I noticed that Thompson is stubborn in game and he sticks with his game plan pregame doesn't go through those uh, mid-game adjustments or during the game and switching up strategies he's too stuck on certain things sometimes in the way he coaches but again hopefully it was a learning curve for him the way we went out and uh, because we all know that's not how it should have went so uh, hopefully the decision making is a little better. The preparation is a little better. The in-game adjustments are a little better for Rob Thompson. But again, uh, we rock with Philly Rob and uh, I'm not totally out on him yet. So I give it, you know, at least one more season, see what we can do. Um, clearly, he's doing something right. You know, make, get the success that we've had the last two years, going to the World Series and making it to the uh, NLCS. So, you know, it's, you know, it, it, that's that's how I look at it. So um, other than that, I would say I really don't have any major disappointments going on this offseason. We re-signed Aaron Nola to a big contract and uh, really not mad at that. As When I evaluated that first, I, I was kind of questioning it. But as you go to think about it and, you know, you think about it more in depth, uh, a lot of pitchers really aren't on Nola's level in a sense of um, longevity, right, and, like, his – his in-game um, pace. Like, I feel like not a lot of pitchers in the league these days go long um, or go a lot, go a lot of innings. Um, Nola is one of the very few pitchers left in the league that can still go um, till like seventh, eighth inning. You know what I mean? And regardless if he gives up that home run or not, hopefully he fixes those woes. Mid to the end of this season, he made those adjustments, apparently with the mechanics, and we did see a difference. Um, and we know what Nola has brought to the table since he's been on the squad he's been one of the most consistent pitchers in the MLB so um you know he he really uh yeah honestly he and he, he performed great in the playoffs so I, I can't be mad at the re-signing um so you know I'm really concerned about keeping Wheeler long term as well now um you know that's that's a concern for us but I think uh I'm really looking forward to see what Andrew Painter comes back uh we were looking forward to see what he was going to do last season had the Tommy John surgery so we will see uh that'll be a huge addition for us to get him healthy and back going and uh it sucks he got pushed back um and it's delayed uh but we'll see what happens um but that's pretty much it for MLB. We'll move on uh, to another highlights of the week in the sports world. Embiid getting an MRI after Warriors game injury last night. Um, there was an update. Apparently, he's going back to Philly. He's not traveling with the team to Utah. So I don't really know what that means, but it doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound great. And we know Embiid's injury history. And that's another thing I wanted to touch on really fast. Like, and B, we know he's not going to win MVP again because he's definitely going to miss five more games. Um, that's just that's a given, um, you know, and, and it sucks because, you know, dropping 70 plus points and he's he's having an MVP year again. Uh, but the guy just can't stay on the court. And that's what sucks. Uh, his level of talent and his it just it's a shame because he can't stay on the court. And that's the only downfall to Embiid. Um, so that's 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 pretty much where I stand with that. I mean, it, it sucks. We took the loss last night to the Warriors, 107 and 119. And the Sixers injuries are becoming a concern. Max, he's injured and Bede's injured, um, you know, and a couple other guys. I mean, it, it sucks. But, you know, again, it, what are we going to do? They dropped to the fifth seed and they got to get something going here. I mean, there, it seems like things are kind of crumbling, but it is still a little early. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, man. I mean, you you say he can't stay on the court, 
But ironically, I would argue that he can't stay off the court. And he, he's always on the ground. I mean, <laughs> he literally can't stay off the court, the court floor. Um, every time you watch him beat play, he averages 20 falls a game, I would say, easily. Um, I don't understand it. Uh, there's a couple of clips I, I see floating around Twitter. Um, they are from rival pages. May not be the best angles um, that Sixers fans get on the floor. Uh, so as I'm alluding to that is like uh, push it in the back, stuff like that. Uh, MB just seems to flop from the angles that I'm seeing. Uh, it, a big guy like that, seven foot. I mean, 200 something easily shouldn't be falling as easily as he does. I understand his knees are brittle. Um, that might play a part, but this all just stems back to my argument, bro, on all of Twitter saying that the Sixers at first, I, I was like, I, I completely agree. I think that's, that's why they played him because they're saying that, oh my God, he's going to miss all these games and won't get the MVP. So they're getting cyber bullied into playing him. No, I think the Sixers were on a three-game losing streak, and they need him beat on the floor to play. So <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think they got cyber bullied. I just think they need their best player to play. Yeah, they're on the losing skid. Do you need your MVP to play? I mean, <laughs> it's the MVP of the league last year, so it's not rocket science, people. But um, it just sucks, man. It really does. And I don't know if it's because he's so damn big and his bones are, you know, whatever, muscle. I don't know. But We know he wasn't just, the healthiest coming into the league. Yeah, and that, that is always a concern. So we're always fall back to this and uh, I just it sucks man because when he's on the court when he is healthy We're a dominant team and probably one of the most dominant teams in the league So it that, that I think is really the downfall for the Sixers, but again We'll see what happens um, <laughs> And hopefully they get and B just needs to be healthy in the postseason, please. That's all I'm asking uh, You know regular season games. You're not gonna win MVP at this point sit out as much as you need to to be healthy for postseason uh, When we need you the most so <laughs> that'll be great um, Last thing highlight of the week in the sports world Shakur Stevenson retiring from boxing uh, Kind of of a shock because he is so young and I just feel like this is more of a become a more common thing in the boxing world in the combat sports world a lot of these fighters are retiring at a younger age than we're used to seeing growing up you've seen guys fighting until they were in their 40s um you know having 50 plus fights under their belt it's just not like that anymore uh, i just think the world today we have all this technology and a lot of uh, health risks uh, that we were more aware of these days and you know just um you know, obviously we became a different world. So I, I just think it is smarter on the fighters part. Sucks for the fans of boxing like myself, you know, you bro. It just sucks for, you know, people that enjoy the sport, enjoy these fighters, and only get them for a short amount of time most most times these days. So it does suck, but we'll see what happens with that. Hopefully, um, I, I mean, I don't know. He, he put out a tweet that said he still wants to help out the younger fighters and, you know, continue to, to be in the boxing realm. But I don't know what that really means. So we'll see. Yeah, man. I mean, I can't fully trust this, even though he's the one that tweeted it. Uh, we do know how yeah, many times people have retired and unretired. Feeling. So <laughs> the thing that struck my eye the most is the last sentence of his tweet. He says, but I ain't fuck with this weak boxing game. I, I think that was just a troll post. Um, that The ending of that tweet put it in perspective for me that he's just worried about this year. Um, he's ducking my boy Haney. Not, not really, but I, I just feel as though that the last part of that tweet was kind of like, I don't, I, I don't want to fight right now. Like, you know what I mean? I, I just feel like he was talking about right now. Um, not next year. So maybe he might or come out of retirement he could. in a couple of months. I He just meant now, I feel like. Yeah, you know what? I, and obviously, when I first read this, it struck me wrong. But, um, you know, whether it's 100% true or not, uh, or if it's 100% permanent or not, um, you know, I, I kept leaning what you're thinking as well. Um you know, maybe maybe there's an injury he's hiding. You don't know if this is a way of him hiding something, an injury to not fight right now, and he just doesn't want to come out and say that uh, for it to be used against him when he does fight eventually. Maybe he's just trolling. Who knows? Uh, you can, well, I guess we'll find out in due time, but uh, we'll see what happens, man. Uh, so we'll move on to some highlights of the week in the music world. Um, so let's get into it, man. 21 Savage dropped his album on January 12th, American Dream, 15 tracks. 
Got a lot of features on there from Young Thug, Dirk, Travis Scott, Summer Walker, Doja Cat, uh, Mariah the Scientist. There's a lot of features on there. Dope album, I got to say, from what I've heard from it. Uh, some good songs on there. 21 doing his thing. Um, you know, he's always got some bops, man. He always come in with some heat. So I got to give it to credit to him there. His production's always A1. Metro, obviously, and him are a crazy duo. Always have been out of Atlanta. Um, but yeah, man, have you got to peep the album at all? Yeah, I peeped a couple of tracks on there. Uh, like you said, 21 Savage, consistently good. Um, dropping consistently good music, him and Metro together. I gotta say, he's always been a consistent artist. You know, never really fell off. I feel yeah, like he's never, always maintained his never success. Never switched his style, really. Always is. You expect and I always what, uh, you expect a 21 Savage burst to be what yeah, you expect it to be. What it is. And, you know, I always, you know, kind of appreciated the way he moves, too. He, he's not really in the mix too much. Kind of lays low, you know. I, I just appreciate that. And I think the things. only thing that switched about him was his hair went from up to down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the braids now yeah yeah uh but yeah man so definitely check it out if you haven't already american dream 15 tracks 21 uh doing this thing there with metro so check that out also universal music group removing other artists from tiktok platform after not reaching an agreement uh some news this week uh, i really don't know how that's going to affect the app in content creators using songs all the time i don't know what artists that'll include necessarily but just thought that was interesting yeah, we know TikTok is a big music promoter. Um, so, yeah, that, that will be very interesting to see. Not too sure off the top of my head who's in the UMS. That's what I'm saying. I don't know who's <laughs> part of it. I didn't so, do my research yeah, deeply um, on that. But, um. It could definitely affect artists' views, clicks. Uh, we know TikTok gets a lot of songs, a lot of clicks. So, <laughs> I mean, it, songs that I... That would not even make it on the radio. <laughs> yeah. um, have almost a million views from TikTok itself. So it, it, it's a lot of remixes too, man. I, I can't lie. So I heard this Tay-K uh, mashup, uh, Jay Z Lemonade. Um, it, it's 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 fuck. It's nuts. It's a nice ass remix. Uh, so yeah, check that out. TikTok has a lot of a lot of flips and samples. Uh, producers showing out on there. So I mean, it's not necessarily all bad. But yeah, this music agreement thing is definitely bad for artists themselves. Yeah, bad for TikTok, too. I mean, I don't know what happened there with the agreement and their talks or whatever, but it just doesn't sound like it really benefits both parties that much. But uh, I guess no agreement got reached, so that's what happens. Um, also, news this week, Nicki Minaj and Meg Thee Stallion are beefing, apparently. Uh, seeing diss tracks flying. Uh, Meg Thee Stallion dropped her diss track, talking her shit. Nicki Minaj clapped back with her diss track, talking her shit. Um, just a brief summary. I don't really know. I heard both diss tracks. Both were pretty solid. Um, but, you know, it's just funny, honestly. It really is. Because Nicki, obviously, is the OG for women in the rap game. And, you know, nobody really wants to step to her. So, I mean, credit to Meg Thee Stallion for firing shots, I guess. I think it was more towards her ex-boyfriend or whatever. Um, for because he, he dropped the diss track towards her or whatever happened. But uh, Nikki is just funny, man. I, hers was more funny, honestly. Uh, Meg Thee Stallion was more like a club banger, like, you know, like that. And she came she came hard on hers, but, like, Nikki's just you got a way about her. You know how she moves, man. It's just funny. And, uh, you know, obviously I got Nikki all day. But uh, it's, just, it's just funny, man. Just <laughs> just funny. Uh, her diss was called, Meg's diss was called his, I guess, like, his diss. I don't know. Because uh, I guess that I think it was more directed towards her ex, but she also fired shots at Nikki. Um, and then Nikki's called Bigfoot. I thought it was funny because of the foot thing and the getting. Yeah, so <laughs> it's just pretty funny, man. I don't know if you saw much on it, but I just thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I seen a couple of quotes floating around from each diss track. Uh, I thought it was funny as well. Yeah, like Nikki I said didn't get to listen to either or uh, personally, so. It, I just seen some of the quotes. Yeah. It, it was funny as shit. Yeah, Nikki said something about get up on your good foot, not your bad foot or something. I don't know. It was funny. Um, but, <laughs> you know, just some entertainment going on in the in the uh, music world right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't... Uh, the Drake and the Meek uh, was entertaining. <laughs> yeah, you know? it's just like, so, you know, it's not similar, but, uh, you know, it's just funny. Um, we, don't get, we don't get beef that much in today's rap game, so when we do, it's pretty entertaining, especially with social media shit now. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, some new drops going on since the last time we talked to y'all. Benny the Butcher dropped new album. 
everybody can't go 12 tracks on this features with Jada Kiss, Lil Wayne, uh, and a couple more. Obviously got Griselda uh, fam on there as well. So definitely a fire album. Uh, definitely classic hip hop, real hip hop, raw hip hop. Benny always going to bring him in. Uh, A1 production as per usual. The beats on point. Uh, delivery on point. Benny's just different, man. He's just, he, he just brings that classic hip hop flow as per usual, as always. You know what to expect from Benny, man. Uh, check it out if you haven't already. Uh, what's your thoughts on that album? Yeah, just great overall. Uh, you know what you're gonna get with Benny the Butcher, uh, and any of the Griselda rappers. Hard, uh, like you said, not too many flaws. It's just precise. The production's on point. Uh, the wordplay is what really strikes me. Uh, you never really know what he's going to say next. Uh, you can't fake knowing the words that he's raps because you got to know him. Uh, you yeah. never never know what he's going to rhyme. Uh, he could rhyme. He's on some Eminem stuff, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you can never uh, predict what he's going to well, say next. They got the ties, man, Griselda and Shady Records and stuff. So, um, you know, obviously... You know, it, it, it's, you know what he's going to bring. I mean, like speaking I said, of, we, we did see Eminem in the, in the stands <laughs> uh, at the Lions game. He's flipping <laughs> the bird to did. some fans, man. Did. It's funny, man. I, I just I really fuck with how much he rides for his city, man, in Detroit. And, uh, you know, his tweets that he puts out are hilarious. Uh, he, he acts like he's part of the team now. I just think it's funny. Uh, but he was flipping the fans off, fighting with fans. Typical of him. Uh, just just funny that he still maintains that persona and personality uh, that he's known for. So just funny as shit, man. But, uh, yeah, Benny the Butcher, can't, everybody can't go. Check it out, man. Definitely a dope album. Been bumping it since it dropped. Also, you want to tell him who else dropped, man? Yeah, Ronnie J, the Cuzzo. He drops the single and the visual for your yours music. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, he's just still doing his thing consistently, uh, dropping tracks, producing. Uh, still, still into the fashion, as you can see, on the Instagram uh, always dripped out, man. I mean, he's, like I said, just as consistent as he could be. Um, and he still makes bangers, drops it. He's always going up on Instagram. Follower is always going up. <laughs> so shout out to Cousin, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. Ronnie always coming with quality shit and just quality music. And, um, you know, he's heavy into the fashion. So his visuals and videos are always on point. Um, just love it, man. And love what he's doing. Obviously, he's just, he's rocked the music. Putting on for Jersey. Definitely, definitely. Um, you know, just a real genuine dude at the end of the day, uh, putting on for us around here and where we come from. Uh, so you always got to respect that and appreciate it. Um, but yeah, man, check that out. Yours Music, Ronnie J. Check the visuals out. Um, always putting on, man. But also, we had Ice Spice dropping. <laughs> Thank you to shit. <laughs> really a fart that's what she said <laughs> funny uh, i don't know why farts getting brought up in all these songs 21 said it on his album but it's just i guess that's 2024 for you um just <laughs> but yeah man ice spice dropping her new single uh still remaining on top you know every time she drops the world stops and uh what's your thoughts man have you heard the track you bumping it what you doing i did not hear it uh <laughs> i heard a few clips on tiktok yeah, maybe you, you know clips. yeah so it, it it's a funny song um i i, I don't know I, not, you're not gonna catch me bumping this in the car uh, it, it's a funny song it, it's funny uh, i do give credit to her uh definitely has their fan base by uh chokehold i, yeah, I guess it's got everybody by chokehold man it's just, it's funny um but yeah man also we had glizak key glock dropping let's go visual uh it's a movie actually I'm not even going to call it a music video. It's a movie, a uh, short film, whatever you want to call it. Um, but it's about five minutes long. Dope, man. He's doing dope shit. Glock always coming different, always doing his own thing, moving in his own lane. And uh, just a dope visual right there. Uh, pretty muzzling. It reminded me of like a 2000s action movie type vibe. Uh, you know, a little Fast and the Furious with like some action movie stuff in there. And uh, yeah, I just thought it was dope, man. He's always coming with new ideas, different ideas, doing stuff differently than a lot of uh, other motherfuckers doing injuries in the industry my bad um but you know i just gotta appreciate what he does man and he does it by himself independent and that's why we fuck with him so much man and the rest of them at paper route carrying Dolph's legacy on as they should big moochie also just dropped as well uh just dope stuff going on over there at paper route empire as per usual putting on yeah definitely keeping the glock legacy 
going and the Dolph Legacy going uh, strong. So, yeah, I was at the bar the other night, and they were playing Young Dolph. Thought it was crazy. Um, not really played too, too much up here in New Jersey. Um, as you know, Dolph from Memphis. So they bump them down south. But when you hear them bumped over here, especially in a bar in Jersey, it is pretty uh, ear opening. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely cool to see. Uh, but, yeah, we got NFL talk. We're going to wrap the into day up with, with some NFL Definitely just NFL because season. I feel like, you know, it's only right. I, and, you know, obviously this is probably going to be our last week really getting into NFL until draft time comes up. So uh, let's just give our little recap thoughts of what has happened since the end of regular season. What has happened so far? Uh, the Ravens and Lions obviously fall short of making it to where their goal was. And, um you know, really, I just want to get your thoughts real quick before we, you know, continue to move on. What do you think was the issue? What did you see in these games? Uh, Ravens, you know, falling short against the Chiefs at home. A lot of anticipation this season, a lot of excitement this season. Lamar MVP, um, from what I'm hearing on the streets, obviously, that's been the word. Uh, the defense that they got over there in Baltimore, a lot of hype going on. They signed Odell. Uh, they got Zay Flowers, who's balling, but also the crucial drop. And then again on the Lions side, I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen a team get to that and just crumble like they did. Uh, just kind of wacky. But what's your thoughts real quick, man? So throughout the whole week, um, ESPN has been covering this pretty well because uh, I agree almost 100% on what they were saying with the Ravens. Uh, the scheme lost them that game tremendously. They ran it six times. Um they're one of the best rushing teams in the NFL, and to run it six times is just absolutely that's what, ridiculous. Honestly, like that's all I saw and took from it. Not to cut you off, but like Lamar not running as much as I anticipated he would. Um, just the run game in general, Gus Edwards non-existent, and just it, they got away from what helps them win football games, and that's what I saw. Clearly, that's what you saw. Clearly, that's what everybody saw. I think Lamar was forced to pass. I just saw a clip today of Odell talking to Lamar on the sideline, like, "Bro, when you run, you change the dynamic." of the game what is going on let's get something going still nothing happened after that I don't know if the Chiefs are just that dominant in those situations or it, something happened with Lamar I'm not sure the turnovers definitely didn't help his case um and winning the football game but it's just unfortunate for the Baltimore team that they had this year but again I guess they got some things to look forward to they got a great defense they got some players that they can continue to look forward to for the years to come. Zay Flowers, obviously. They got Mark Andrews back late in the playoffs for this game, uh, which I thought would help them out. Not that Isaiah likely wasn't balling out, but again, um, so we'll see what happens, man. I, I really don't know. But um, the Lions, on the other hand, just just, just wacky, just crazy. Yeah, so I think Mark Andrews honestly messed up the flow a little bit of what the Ravens were trying to accomplish that's a good point I, um, I thought about that as well they wanted to win with Lamar being an actual quarterback or like I say that in quotations almost trying um, to prove because, a point yeah I, and I, I don't think that was the, the I don't think that's what got them there uh, to the AFC championship uh, they should have just stuck to what they were familiar with um, Lamar doesn't necessarily run the ball because he wants to run the ball uh, I feel as though he does hold on to the ball a little bit too long, um, which causes him to rush a lot. So uh, that that is a product of what you get is uh, Lamar not necessarily thinking run as soon as he snaps the ball, but I feel like the the pressure gets to him a little bit. He holds on to the ball a little bit longer than he needs to, and then he starts to run. Um, and it was just a disaster play calling wise. I, I feel like that's what lost the Ravens that game. Um, aside from the turnovers, just the play calling was just horrendous. Uh, but to the Lions, the same exact thing. The play calling, horrendous. Uh, Dan Campbell taking them gambles. Dude, costed the Lions the game. You can't in my play opinion. Madden in every yeah, fucking football game. that. The ending of that game was miserable. You've seen what he did versus um, Dallas versus the game yeah. against us. Yeah, it, I, he's a he's a great coach. Um, not a great clutch play caller. Decision making is this, just yeah. Uh, it, that that was off. That was hard to watch. I mean, it's not gonna make, it's not gonna work they, for you every time. Yeah, you know they, I mean? there was a lot of things in that game that went wrong. Um, they should have won the game easily. Uh, there there was no reason the Niners should have came back in that. Uh, so I'm not going to put it all on the play calling, not all on that decision. 
Um, the the team just played brutal in the second half, but the play calling did not help at all. He, he didn't help his team. He made it worse, frankly. <laughs> What was it? I mean, like 27 unanswered points or whatever it was. It was definitely over 20 <laughs> that the Niners came back from in the deficit in the game. Uh, they had it going for them. I think they got a little too ahead of themselves. They got a little too cocky. Uh, they were already celebrating in the second quarter going into halftime that they had it wrapped up, basically. They were swag surfing in the end zone and all that good stuff. Um, you know, I, I don't know, man. It's just never seen, uh, you know, a team just fold like that like after coming out the way they did in the beginning just kind of crazy but again the Niners we knew this all year were built for it and unfortunately I gotta admit we knew it was gonna end up this way so um you know there's really nothing else to that um you know but that that's pretty much what our thoughts are on the Ravens and Lions falling short of making it to the Super Bowl. They had great seasons. Congratulations to both teams on great years. And I think there'll be, obviously, they're going to be teams, you know, that you're going to have to factor into the picture going forward for the next few years. So definitely like what they got going on. And we'll see what happens moving forward. And we're looking forward to the Super Bowl. Um, just a few more things before we leave today about NFL. Uh, some NFL talk is uh, the Eagles. Hiring offensive coordinator Kellen Moore, I happen to know him, <laughs> um, familiar name of mine, and also defensive coordinator Vic Fangio. So what's your thoughts real fast on Kellen Moore hiring Vic Fangio? My opinion really fast. I just think that it, this only benefits the Eagles in one way, and that's the division. I, I just feel like they're going to play the Cowboys a little better because obviously Kellen Moore was the backup quarterback for Dak Prescott. Obviously, he was the offense coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys after he was the backup quarterback. So he knows a lot of our tricks. He knows a lot of stuff that we do. Um, also, I, that gives them the edge there. Vic Fangio's defenses um, and Vic Fangio's, you know, like his whole scheme usually works very well against our team for some reason. Uh, Miami, we saw it in that game. Um, so, you know, I think that benefits them in that way against division rivals like the Cowboys um, playing us. Um, but other than that, I just don't know how I feel about this for them. I, you know, you'd think a lot of the fans wanted to get away from that uh, Vic Fangio-style defense. Kellen Moore, we, I was more than relieved when he got fired and went to or, you know, took the job in L.A. And we saw what, what happened. Look what he did. Uh, everybody thought he was going to be the golden boy in L.A., take Justin Herbert to the Super Bowl, do all that. Obviously, there he ran into injuries and other issues this year. But overall, we saw what happened in L.A. with the Chargers and Kellen more and that did not last long it didn't even last a full year um so i, I don't know i don't know how it's going to benefit them other than playing us yeah if i'm an eagles fan i'm not ecstatic about either or uh if you're asking me to choose which one i would vouch for more uh, the fangio hiring probably um not so much the kellen Moore. um i'm not saying he's a horrible offensive coordinator I don't think we saw the most of what he could do in L.A., like you said, because of injury. Um, but I don't know. I, I just but don't. even in the beginning of the season with when he had the team. Yeah, I don't, I don't see him being it he for Philly's Underused game. Austin Eckler, and yeah. Philly wants to st go further with the run game, not get away from it. I just feel like Kellen Moore doesn't I, really. I, yeah, I, I could see Kellen Moore in Buffalo. Um, somewhere, I don't, I, I just, I don't know if Philly's the fit. Um obviously Philly was on their knees begging for Steichen back. Uh, so, yeah, man, and they ended up with Kellen Moore, which is quite hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, Vic Fangio, not so much. I, I don't know. And I, I, don't, I don't know what to take from any of this because of the fact that I feel as though the players have to be either checked in or checked out. We've seen Whoa. Slay. We've seen Bradbury, Burnt Toast. Um, we've seen Goddard fighting with Hertz. We've seen AJB fighting with Hertz, even though they're boys. So, I mean, who knows? Um, we know nothing over here, <laughs> apparently. Uh, the only person that seems 100% checked in is Devontae Smith on that team, honestly. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, um, you know, they, they, uh, they have seemed to have some big issues over there in Philly behind the scenes that they got to address, whether it's Hurts' leadership um, being questioned right now by the locker room or players. That's just from reports what I'm hearing. I'm not trying to hate. 
Um, and just something I happen to notice with my own eyes this year um, when things go bad and go south. We really haven't seen that yet with Jalen Hurts in Philly. Uh, uh, he's averaged about 80 head shakes. So I just <laughs> got to throw in the jabs. I mean, it's only right that we do. Um, you know, obviously we're not Birds fans. But at the end of the day, uh, Jalen Hurts, man, I mean, we've seen him with the success. We've seen him when things are going great in Philly like last year. Out oh, The vibes were up. It was everything was good. Uh, things went south and so did he this year. So the turnover bug, um, clearly he didn't seem 100% healthy. That was a factor. Um, but the leadership uh, is being questioned because he, you know, I just feel like he needs to speak up more. And as the quarterback of the football team and being the leader, you got to take more accountability uh, for what's going on. And I think they just want that more out of him. Um, and I think that's something to look at going into this next season so, uh, with Hurts and the Eagles. But clearly they're sticking with Sirianni. That, that was the decision that was made. Uh, not mad about that as the Cowboys fan. But, um, you know, it <laughs> Not Sirianni's biggest fan. AJB and trade talks. There's trade rumors. I don't know if that's true or stretched, but we'll see what goes further with that this offseason. So, yeah, I mean, we do have some breaking news. Uh, speaking of Eagles, uh, well, obviously, you guys know Jason Kelsey is kind of retired. I don't know if he's fully retired yet or not, but he's a cool guy, man. Um, we have here, he wants to buy the rights to backyard football and baseball. To revamp the video game. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite games when I was a little yeah. man. Backyard baseball. Pablo Sanchez <laughs> was just unreal, dude. So I, I, that's, I, that's cool to see. That's dope. And honestly, I'm a Kelsey fan. Even being a Cowboys fan, I like Kelsey. I, I like the podcast with him and Trav. I uh, really dig what they're doing over there. Uh, Kelsey just uh, seems like a pretty cool dude. And, um, you know, I definitely like that idea. I think that would be dope. Um, but, yeah, man. Uh, just a few more things before we leave today. Seattle hires Mike McDonald as their head coach. I believe it's a six-year deal. I'm not sure what it was. Oh, what do you think about the Eagles hiring that Hulk-looking dude, the big, the big black ball dude? <laughs> he's like, yeah. he's massive. He's the offensive <laughs> line coach or the defensive line coach. Excuse me. I didn't see me. much about it, yeah, honestly. They they swear Can't this guy really, is like, but what what was funny? Like he's gonna well, be on the field himself. <laughs> it was funny. I seen Seahawks fans in the comments saying, uh, "You guys can be hype all you want." <laughs> Apparently, he's not that good. So, <laughs> I didn't so. see much about it to be honest, so I can't really speak. The on Seahawks D line was not that good this <laughs> season. So we'll see what happens there. You got Fletcher Cox possibly retiring this off season, so we will. This another name to look out for for retirement on the Eagles. Um, but yeah, man, Seattle hires Mike McDonald as their head coach. Belichick, I don't know where he's going to land. I don't know what's going to happen with Belichick. Do you think he's going to be hired as a head coach, or what do you think is going on with Belichick this offseason? Not too sure. I mean, the vacancies are getting all sealed up every single day. There's a new coach somewhere, so uh, his his time seems to be running out, as crazy as that sounds, because you would think he would be number one on everybody's list. to a team as a D.C. if he doesn't get hired I as a head coach? I don't know. Does he step down? Does he take that step down? He, he might. Um, I don't want to say it's impossible Right now, I'd say it's about Something a 10%, tells me he still 15% wants to coach, chance. So I don't, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. He he yeah. could be at that age where he doesn't want as much responsibility, and that's just something that I, I'd i have to hear like, from him. There's a flip side to it that he wants to win another Super Bowl of a, being a head coach of a different team to prove he could do it without Tom. So it's just like I really don't know. Um, but we'll see what happens. I don't really know. Um, we got into a little bit of everything today. Um and uh, it's going to be a great year, y'all. We're going to deliver better content to y'all this year. We got some new ideas coming your way. If you made it this far, appreciate the love and support as always. And we continue to rock with y'all just like y'all continue to rock with us. And that's all we can ask for. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Good episode. We'll see y'all next week with some more stuff. Peace. And look forward to the Super Bowl. Go Chiefs. <laughs>